Hello, and welcome back to the Kid Broadway Podcast, Intimate Conversations with Community and Professional Actors in Broadway News. And today I'm going to be talking with Catherine Bradley. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the Kid Broadway Podcast. So the first question that I always like to ask is, where are you from? Well, I'm from New Jersey, so I live 45 minutes outside of New York, but I live in Rocks, New Jersey, right by the beach, which is great for me, so I can still hang on my friends, go to the beach, but also I'm really close to the city, so I can do all of my acting. That's cool. Uh, how did you get into the whole theater thing? Well, it's actually, it's quite a cool story. So I am a competitive dancer, and I've been dancing since I was very, very young, like maybe three or four. And I remember going to this studio, and we were very musical theater-based. And one day, our local community theater, they were doing a show called Billy Elliot, which is a dancing show. So my entire studio tried out. And I got into the show as one of the young leads, um, one of the young girl leads in Billy Elliot, which was really, really cool for me. And I remember the director after the show was like, I really, really like you. Could you come work in a project for me in Minnesota? It's an off-Broadway production. And I was like, I've never done anything before, no credits, no nothing, school plays maximum. I was just a little dancer, and I remember being asked by this crazy director, who I still know to this day, I love her, her name is Liz, and I got to do this amazing show with her out in Minnesota, and I took off of school, and then from there, everything just kept building. I kept on doing acting, I sat with an agent, and then I just got thrown into this world that I'm now a really big part of. That's really cool. Uh, Do you have any pre-show rituals? pre-show rituals well I always run up um before I always honestly I had the so in Annie we did this thing called angel cards and we it wasn't really about religion it wasn't really about anything like that but we took I still have a bag of them here wait I'll go I'll go I'll, I'll show you them in a second but <laughs> it's this little bag of cards that um they're about this big and they have one word on them and each time before um all so I played Annie so all of um Rooster, all this handing it. We would all go in the um, we would all be in the dressing room together, and we would all pick a word from this bag, and we would try to do our intention with a show like that. Like, uh, maybe our word would be honest. So we would try to really display an honest connection through. So it was just a really great way to set our intention through the show. I warm up. I always like to um, before I go on stage, I get really I get a little nervous sometimes. So I take some deep breaths in and out. But other than that, I don't really think I have a pre-show ritual besides my warm-up, my tea, my water, and a little bit of breathing. (laughs) That's cool. And uh, you were in the national tour of A Christmas Story as Mary Beth. How was that experience? That experience was amazing. I was um, 10 at the time. I was the youngest one on the show, and I remember that. And that was really really crazy for me because that was my first big booking was – tour of a Christmas story and obviously tours are really hard on families and really they're a really hard thing to do but since my family was just so amazing with it we did the tour we had a great time I got to go on as Mary Beth which was such an amazing experience for me but I remember so many stories from these hotels these things I remember one time we were doing like a week of one-nighters so we went <laughs> we would stay at a hotel leave the next morning at 6 a.m in the morning and I remember this one time this one hotel had bed bugs in it and when we went home, we checked the mattress because we did that. This at almost every hotel because sometimes the hotels we stayed at weren't as nice. And uh, this one time, it had bed bugs, and we walked. And then in the middle of the night, we were like, "We can't sleep here. We have to leave." So at one in the morning, I had to get up at six in the morning. Let me tell you this: to get on the bus the next day, I had to get up at six in the morning. So at one in the morning, we went over. 
to the closest Marriott or whatever. We stayed the night there, and then at 5 in the morning, we drove back an hour to the other hotel. It was a mess. <laughs> and then I had to do the show the next day, and then I had to do that all over again. So, you know, tour was one of the best experiences in my entire life, and I have so many fun stories from that show that it will always be memories to me. And the cast was amazing. The show was amazing. Everything about that show really has stuck with me throughout my entire acting career. That's really cool. And from March 2019 to September 2019, you were in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on Broadway as Lily Potter Jr. How was that experience? That experience was one of the best things in my entire life. Um, it was really, really something that I love. I love to talk about it because that experience really has developed me so much as a person and after years and years acting is such a finicky business if you're going into this business you this is what i tell people if you have one single doubt that you're going to quit if you have one single doubt quit now don't do it don't do it because you have to commit your you have to commit your whole life to doing this thing to really make it and harry potter is one of those moments where i finally felt like I did something. I was I complete. Uh, that was one of my life goals, and I was going to be on Broadway. I remember going to Broadway shows when I was seven years old, being like, "I want to be that person one day," and I finally was. And stepping out onto that stage of, I don't know, three thousand people. That was like that. I remember the feeling of just like like sm like butterflies in my stomach and just so much like smiley energy because like. I didn't like it didn't feel like real life and like the cast was amazing I had so much fun on that show backstage it was amazing um I remember all the cabarets we did together all the cast things we did together um Broadway sings for pride all the kids in the show went together with all the Broadway kids like it's such a lovely community Broadway it's that all the kids are just we all know each other we're all connected in a way because we yeah. all have such a big passion for this thing that's called acting and um I think we all really connect over that and being on Harry Potter was the best experience of my entire life and it, I still remember the first fitting I ever went in for when I had the wings on my back and I tested them out and I got into my costume and I was like wow this is real life right now and I'm so grateful for that opportunity and it really was one of the best experiences ever That's really I really all that hard work finally paid off and I really felt satisfied that's really cool. Uh, what was the audition process like for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? So, I had talked about, I think I've talked a little bit about um, auditioning for many years. So, acting is very strange. Obviously, you don't always get the part. I've been in so many screen tests for Disney shows, Netflix shows, Hulu shows, HBO shows. And it comes down to the final thing. They're like, we love you. We want to cast you. You have, you're an inch too tall. That's the way of the acting business. So, when I got this audition for Harry Potter, and they were like, oh, yeah, there's only... They're recasting it for the New Year's, year two. They're recreating the entire show. It's going to be like a brand new show um, that just came out with all the new people. Like everybody from um, London had gone back to London. It was a whole new show. And um, the audition process was really, really quite simple, actually. There was, I remember there was like, my agent told me there was about seven to eight girls going in. So I was like, oh, really? Normally for, there was an open call the week prior, which I did not go to. And I remember that was like 700, like 500 girls. And that's, um, but after the open call, they decided they were going to do an appointment call, which they only brought in seven girls, which I normally find they normally bring in like 30, 50, something like that. They only brought in seven and or eight. But remind you, they had an open call the week prior with 500 people. But, um, 
I'm pretty sure it was about that number. It may have been more, to be honest. I don't really know. But um, I went in. I got the script. I went in one time. Um, one time only. I remember I only went in one time. I auditioned, came out, heard two days later. And that that moment I have I have the videotape from it but um I, I was I was so I was so sketchy because my mom was like yeah we're pulling her out of school early I was like what and so I went out of school early and my mom had to give video camera I was like oh god and the thing was I was in between I was screen testing for um a show that at that time as I was in Harry Potter so I was like which one is it <laughs> and then when I learned that it was Harry Potter I was like wow the audition process was really amazing though and um, I find it really, I'm really grateful for the part I got, even with the opportunity of so many, so many kids auditioning, and that's really amazing to me, um, and I'm really grateful for that opportunity, for that audition, and I have the most amazing team working with me, David Doe and Sherry Kane, all my other agents, and they were all just so amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you look up to anyone in the theater world? You know, that's... That's a really hard question. Of course, I look up to so many people in the theater world. I honestly can't tell you what person. Like, I can't say, like, I look up to this person. I look up to this person. I look up to almost everybody on Broadway, even if they're 13 years old, even if they're 11 years old, even if the girl is 9 years old and she is this tiny little thing. There are so many different... When you learn that you don't have to just look up to someone that's older than you you can look up to so many different people because everybody has something to learn from each other even if it's like so many there's everybody has different experiences in their life and collecting all the experiences into one is so powerful because even if a five-year-old is trying to teach you that i'm going to still going to listen to her because maybe she knows something that i don't know so i really look up to everybody in the theater community because everybody has a different everybody has different talents everybody has different things and there's so many different things you can learn for everybody but my main inspiration would really be my mom because mm. my mom honestly she is one of the smartest best women i have ever met and even though she's not in the theater community she has been the most inspirational person in my entire life and also um all my family, but really my mom, she has been, she is such a successful businesswoman. She is an independent woman. She knows how to stand up for herself. And I think in the theater community, it's really important to know who you are and to be a very strong with who you are. And I really learned all of those things from her. So she has really, she has guided me in so many different ways. So I really look up to her as a person. Mm. That's really cool. Uh, what advice would you give to people listening now? people listening now I have a lot of advice for people but one of my main things is don't get discouraged don't be who you are because at the end there are so many different experiences where I've gone down to the final callback it's been the final callback for maybe a Netflix series or whatever it really is it doesn't matter what it is but at the end they'll be like you we love you we want to cast you you're our first choice but we're gonna go with a nine-year-old, and that's happened to me before. And I'm like, but but you get you get you told me I had the part, and <laughs> and um and what I learned from those situations as I grew, and I didn't get discouraged. I was like, there's something better out there for me, and there is that was not meant to be. That is not meant to be. That was not the plan in my life for me. That show was not obviously meant for me. And what I would say to everybody at home is keep on going and be who you are and do not falter in that. So even if you get discouraged, even if you don't get that one part, it wasn't meant for you. You are going to move on to the next thing and you're going to book so many other things. And 
that's what you have to keep on thinking yourself because as long as you keep on working hard, good things will come. And that's what I truly believe that in the acting business to make it, you cannot take things to heart. You you really, if somebody says it's not your acting, it, it could you could be perfect for the role. It could be your height. It could be your hair. It could be your eyes. It could be so many different things. So keep going strong and don't get discouraged. That's my main advice for people. That's great advice. Uh, we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but do you have any new projects going on? Oh, yes. I have a bunch of different things, which I can't really talk about. <laughs> but I've literally, over the past few weeks, I have been flooded with auditions. I, I just got an email from my teacher. He was like, Girl, you missed the deadline for an hour. I was like, I have had to memorize 25 pages in the past three days. Please just let me live. <laughs> and um, I have a bunch of new things going on. I just did a show called Side Kids with um, Bobby Cronin, who is a really good composer. And I've taken lessons from him over the years. And he's such an amazing, such an amazing director and person. So I got to be the lead in the show. Um, and I was Magnolia and that was a really great experience for me and that's still I'm still working on that a little bit right now but I have a bunch of things going on which is really 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 fun that's cool so we can find you on Instagram at Katherine Bradley underscore is there anywhere else we can find you oh uh, well I have a TikTok which is Katherine Bradley with three Y's at the end um yeah that's really about it I have Instagram TikTok um, a bunch of different other social medias, but those are my main ones. Mm. Well, thank you, Catherine, for coming on the Kid Broadway podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me.